Welcome. You are now listening to the Reporting Accounts podcast. We are leading UK business intelligence, offering both free and paid insights into the accounts of more than 4.8 million UK companies. Our podcasts cover news and events from the UK financial markets and community, and much more. Visit our website at www.reportingaccounts.com. And now over to your host for today's podcast. Adrian Lawrence, our resident in-house finance professional. Hello and welcome today is to today's episode of Reporting Accounts. I'm Adrian Lawrence uh, and today I'm talking about the living wage. Um, every year the government um, reviews the living wage uh, and takes advice from the uh, Low Pay Commission. Uh, and this year, which is obviously a very difficult year with Brexit, um, covid and all the lockdowns we have. Uh, nevertheless, there's still recommended uh, an increase of 2.2%, which has taken place now from the 1st of April. Um, so that's a very uh, a very positive decision from um, a worker's point of view, because typically that m- represents uh, £345 increase in pay for someone on the, on the national living wage. Of course, it's a difficult decision um, around the current time because so many people are on furlough and laid off. It doesn't actually apply to furloughed workers, but it, it would do when they return to work. So it is a challenging environment, um, but uh, I think we have to look at it in a long-term sense. And what has happened is that the national living wage policy has been very, very successful skeptics and I, I suppose I'd include myself in that at one point assume that a, an increase in minimum wage would reduce the amount of uh, employment in the economy but actually that's not proven to be the case at all what's happened is demand has increased in the economy um, and employment has continued to grow until this um, covid issue um, n- notwithstanding the increases in the living wage. Um, and the, the reality of it is, is that employers pass those costs along to their customers. So I guess it passes along to the consumer at the end of the day. Um, but gradually, and this is the positive part, because the increases have been flagged in advance and spread over a, a reasonably long period of time, um, it's been a, the economy has been able to absorb it. Where I think it's a challenge or would have been a problem is if the rate had increased too quickly and employers had found that very difficult to pass along. But because there's been good notice and the increases have been modest each year, the economy has been able to absorb it. Now, of course, there's a point will come when you can't keep increasing pay because productivity needs to follow that. So I think the government's approach, which is um, to get to 66% of um, average earnings as the floor, is the right one then thereafter just to increase to keep that at the same percentage level. I think a higher level than that would be a problem for the economy to absorb um, and you'd see more automation coming in and you know more imported goods because the cost of manufacture would become prohibitive but nevertheless it's a positive news story and there are employees who are getting a 8.7 percent increase 
because the threshold uh, has changed and 23 or 24 year olds will now be eligible for the national living wage rate whereas previously they'd received a lower lower minimum wage level so good news story all round um, let's hope the uh, economy bounces back strongly um, and we can continue in the same way to learn more about reporting accounts and how we hold information on more than 4.9 million UK companies please visit our website which can be found at www.reportingaccounts.com mainly thanks for listening